in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Well, folks, good afternoon. Right now it is 12.06, and you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, which is DePietro.com. Right now it is it's 12.06. And uh, we, folks, we have breaking news. Uh, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook. But those that are listening right now on AM 1380, 99.9 FM, we have breaking news. There's been an arrest, <coughs> excuse me, in this extraordinary case with the Idaho college students, four of them stabbed to death, murdered. And this is all the makings of a movie with what is coming out right now. Regarding this person that is in custody in Pennsylvania. So, and I'm looking at, and um, and again, it is uh, the final Friday, but here's something he posted. Research participation needed. Hello, my name is Brian. I'm inviting you to participate. A research project seeks to understand how emotions, psychological traits influence decisions making when committing a crime. In particular, this study seeks to understand the story behind your most recent criminal offense with an emphasis on your thoughts and feelings throughout your experience. The event your most recent offense was not one that led to a conviction. You may still participate. Additional surveys are included after the open-ended section is to best understand unique unique traits. You, uh, The study should take 15, 20 minutes, fully cooperate, answer, completely confidential, must be 18. So there he is, the guy who is um, studying criminology, 25 years old, is now in custody with this Idaho college, four college students. Now, I'm not sure how many people, if you've been following this case, I have been following this case. We've talked about it a little bit. If you've been following it, folks, it's been everywhere that last month, four college students in Ohio were stabbed to death in their home, which is obviously highly unusual, tragic. Four of them stabbed to death. The police seemingly were at a dead end, but they arrested someone and were just getting more information, and he was in Pennsylvania. Let me just see the latest now. All right, arrest paperwork filed. 28-year-old Brian Christopher Kohlberg being held extradition to Moscow, Idaho. Oh, now they're saying police press conferences is at four o'clock. But I wonder if that's Idaho press conference at four o'clock, because I initially saw that there's a one o'clock press conference. We're going to try to get that straightened out. So, Jr., if that's the case, we'll do the the normal. Um, an arrest has been made in the Moscow, Idaho quadruple homicide. Idaho police are holding a press conference at Oh, one o'clock local time. Okay, so that's four o'clock our time. Okay, JR, so we're staying on schedule here. Wow. And they do have, the big news today has been this cleaning crew. So, folks, this is all rapidly breaking right now. And so this is the individual uh, that they believe they have. 28-year-old. Yeah, we'll just do the normal News and so forth, 
But if you've been following this case like I have, so that's really interesting that Reddit has that this guy was posting, looking. So I believe a criminology student. That's what his background is. Let me also just check the latest now, folks. And again, this is all happening in real time. It's 10 minutes past 12. It's Friday. And they believe he's a student studying at a different university studying criminology. Brian Kohlberg. And he was looking for research participation needed. That is so bizarre. Criminology student. Brian Kohlberg has his email addresses. And it says DeSales, E-D-U. So I want to, um, folks, we'll have more on this. But this is, for those that have been following this, I'll tell you, the, the you know, they, I'm anxious to hear if he was the one driving the, the white Elantra. So let me just, I want to check out. So I think it's interesting that the, um, and again, we're doing this in real time. Sale University. That is, um, let's see. I think that's where he was a student. I believe so. And I, I fully, folks, uh, okay, yes, I accept. Let me just check. So it's very possible this is where he was. Um, no, he's, uh, DeSales University says it's in Pennsylvania. Hmm. I don't know how he, we're going to have to find out more how he ended up there. Ended up out in Idaho. So for those, I, I have, um, I want to play. I'm sure we have some sound on this. But this is a developing story. They just made an arrest. I wonder if it's connected to that white Elantra. For those that have not been following the story, it is an unbelievable story that seemingly someone went in and murdered, uh, stabbed to death, four college students in Moscow, Idaho. And the police seemingly had no leads on this in any way. And then all of a sudden, and they seem to be, you know, I was playing uh, the other day, the FBI analyst that ABC uses, who I've, I've interviewed before and spoken with. I, I think they thought it was a complete dead end. So we're going to learn more. This is, um, you know, folks, as, as I had said, this to me, the game changed when they brought in, when the FBI really got involved. 25-year-old man arrested in Pennsylvania, I think in the Pocono Mountains, Brian Kohlberg, 28 years old, yes, arrested Friday morning. So say the authorities knew who they were looking for, tracked him down to Pennsylvania. SWAT team entered the location where he was staying, take him into custody. Moscow police officers, members of Idaho State Police and city leaders will hold a news conference one o'clock local time Friday. So that's all right. So that's much later this afternoon. So it's been over six weeks since roommates, 
Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Zana Curdle, and Curdle's boyfriend, Ethan Chapin, all stabbed to death in the girls' off-campus house the early hours of November 13th. Two other roommates, who police say are not suspects, survived and likely slept through the murders. The survivors were on the ground floor while the four victims were on the second and third floor. Police have been urging the public come forward with information. It's been weeks since police and city officials have gathered for a news conference and choosing said to release small updates through social media, which you sound like it was a, a better choice. The new announcement comes as University of Idaho students are away from campus for winter break. So this has just been out there that, you know, that this is going on. And then suddenly now they um, make this type of announcement. So now we want to learn. Wow, there it is. There's the mugshot. Oh, He's white. He looks kind of creepy. Brian Christopher Kohlberg mugshot. A real psycho. Hmm. He is on his way. (laughs) This guy's confusing me. First he says he's on his way to Pennsylvania, but he's being extradited to Idaho. All right. Well, either way, it's later this afternoon. Um, but there he is. Let me just see the uh, latest now, folks. I have been following this story. Those of you have been following it. Um, been unbelievable videos on this, on whether it is all social media, but especially TikTok. You know, there, there, um, there was even an Idaho professor who I believe police say Idaho professor accused of murdering four students was not involved in the crime. I think there's even a lawsuit involved with with that. No, it's this 25-year-old guy, 28-year-old man, arrested in Pennsylvania. According to reports from both NBC News and ABC News, a person of interest tied to the case. They're going to provide an update this afternoon. So now that's Idaho News 6. Let me just see if they have any other type of update. You can only imagine. It's been nonstop coverage of this. Sounds like more than just a person of interest here. Arrest has been made. Brian Christopher Kohlberg, arrested 28 years old. Face extradition. They knew where they were looking for and located him in Pennsylvania. Um, now they're saying Moscow police have scheduled the news conference for two o'clock. I still think I'm going to be off the air. Home remains an active crime scene. So, uh, that has been, as you can imagine, well, it's, it's been a national story everywhere. When we had some family over, we were actually talking about it on Christmas Eve just because, um, a lot of young people have been following this story, as a matter of fact, and especially a lot of college students have been following this this story. So, but th- th- that seems to be, uh, I, I'm going to 
just see if there's anything else. But being held extradition, um, I, I, I'm still, I don't think, I'll, we'll carry, if I'm on the air, we'll carry the press conference. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be, um, I don't think it's over the next two hours. Put it that way. So we can carry on with our normal. Wow. They got him. Real psychopath. Suspect in last month's killing was arrested in eastern Pennsylvania. Hmm. Brian Christopher Kohlberg. Terrible. I mean, it sounds... He was arrested outside of... He was a PhD student at Washington State University majoring in criminal justice. Hmm. So, yeah, there he is. He looks a little like Norman Bates from the movie Psycho, um, which he is, as a matter of fact. What a nutcase. University of Idaho alleged murder suspect Brian Kohlberg arrested outside of Scranton, Ph.D. student at Washington State University, majoring in criminal justice. So... You know, then we're going to learn about some of the tips that have come in. And, you know, there were different things about a former boyfriend one of them had. Um, Then there was the guy in the hoodie at the food truck. But I'm willing to bet that there's some connection with where he was studying. Meaning... Someone might have said, you know, this guy was away that weekend. He's very odd. And but police have been looking for him, which I think is interesting. I think later today we're going to learn more. And possibly that someone at Washington and folks, again, at 1220, good afternoon, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Good afternoon, everybody on Facebook. I recognize not everyone's into the story the way that I am, but that's quite all right. If you're into it, it's really remarkable. Uh, I'm willing to bet that the dynamic change when the FBI got involved doing a profile, but I'm, without knowing any of the details, somebody at Washington State University may have tipped off or I'm... Remember that uh, the that the car they were looking for. One of them was abandoned, but we'll learn more. But I'm willing to bet that they have been looking for him for some time. So, and I, you just wonder if somebody at Washington State University tipped off the police in Idaho, or tipped off the FBI that. This is someone you may want to want to look at. So, I mean, without Washington State University, which is, again, it's pretty far up there. It's way up there. Um, I just want to, you know, it's not, it's the state, you know, it's not that far from Moscow, Idaho. As I'm looking at the map, 
So I would be really curious to hear the profile that they started doing on this individual at Washington State University to get to Moscow. I just want to see how far that is. So that State University to Moscow, Idaho. And I'm assuming like he, if he drove. Um, can't be that quick. All right, there's no way. This says that it's... Hmm, that it's only 12 minutes? Is that... No. Is that possible? All right, I, I'll have to figure it out. I apologize, folks. Huh, maybe it's not that far. That's in Pullman. Maybe maybe it is that. It's I'm I just Googled it and it says it's twelve minutes. So someone Um I recognize I'm live on the air. <laughs> Some people I have a friend that will always ask me that. You you recognize you were live on the radio. All right, let me just check it here. Huh, all right. I just Googled Moscow, Idaho to Pullman, Washington, and it's 15 minutes, 10 miles away. So that puts him really close. Huh, because Moscow's right on the border of Washington State. Hmm. Okay, so just to circle back here at 1223, this sounds like, until we get more details, but now it certainly makes more sense And as frightening as this is, and it is, it certainly sounds like that this individual who's getting his Ph.D. in criminology was almost looking to see if, in fact, he could commit a crime of this nature and get away with it. So... I mean, think about that for just for a moment here. So, but I wonder if, in fact, that's how they ended up finding him. That is so odd. A research, understand how emotions, in, when committing a crime, and he was the one doing the research. Wow. I mean, that is... Really, really bizarre. What a real psycho. Now, this guy from News Nation that I follow, he's been um, he's been actually doing a really good job with the case. They have owned this story, News Nation. Um, and I think it's interesting that um, I, I believe there's more interest in this than some of the other stuff that... That is out there that basically uh, people try to say is news. So I'm going to continue to bring you the latest now, folks. We will get more details. Again, it's 1225. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, another story I'm going to be working on, by the way, has to do with Seth Magaziner and a photo with this Jordan Goyette, who is a psychopath, 
who there's a photo of him canvassing and working on the Magazina campaign. Then I'm going to talk about that as well. But I want to stay on track here. Looks like the press briefing is later. Folks, good afternoon at 1226 on this Friday. It is December 30th. I want to wish everyone of a happy new year, happy and safe new year. Tomorrow night, we will be on the road. Spend New Year's Eve in Cranston. Cranston PD Live tomorrow night, starting at 8 o'clock. Now, as you know, New Year's Eve we could bring us all over the state, but at least we're nailed down, so to speak, to be in Cranston 8 to 10. And then who knows where the, the night goes from there. Now, if you'd like to watch episode 7, which was live last night, Never a Dull Moment with Sergeant Corvese, uh, you can log on to DePetro.com, and I have it. The full the full two hours is, is linked to YouTube, so you can watch it. So, Because I do hear from a number of people that say, one, I'm not on Facebook. I, I get that. I don't understand why. It's free. <laughs> you just sign up. But anyhow, and last night was really interesting for the amount of people watching in other states, other countries. And then people now are able to hook it up on their television set. So they're watching us last night, Juan, Cranston PD Live, as uh, and they're watching it on their big screen, flat screen. And we're going to continue to upgrade and, and make the viewing experience even that much more enjoyable. Wow, what a news Friday. Folks, this is why we stay on the news. See, news doesn't take a break. Now, we will also be on the air on Monday. A lot of people are off today. They're going to be off this weekend. Not Juan. We go 24-7. When the others cut back, we increase. You know why? Because there's no shortage of news. Look at today. I can't believe they got an arrest in this Moscow thing. What a real nutcase this guy is. Wow. Keep in mind, with this particular crime, this is like something out of a movie. But it's real life. No motive. Was there a robbery? No. Seemingly, there was no robbery. Did he know the individuals? That part we don't know yet. It's possible. Might have had some interaction with them. Or was this someone that seemingly wanted to see, could a stranger break into a home, stab to death four different individuals, and get away with it? Wow, what a break. We'll learn more with that press briefing this afternoon. But again, the big news right now at 1228 on this Friday, Friday, final Friday in 2022, December 30th, there has been an arrest. Police found who they were looking for and he was in Pennsylvania. So, um, and he is, uh, was going for his PhD in criminology, Washington State University. The information I have, that is like 12 to 15 minutes from the Moscow campus where these uh, young people were living. So I'll be curious to hear what information they had. And obviously they, you know, were not sure with the public. It also maybe sounds, keep in mind, if he has a degree in criminology or was going for one, his PhD, that what type of cat and mouse game they maybe were playing with them. Maybe they wanted him to think that they had no idea who they were looking for. We'll learn more with the press briefing this afternoon. All right, let's stay on track here, Juan. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, it's brought to you by Propane Plus. Happy New Year to all their customers 
from Propane Plus. Do you use propane? Well, Propane Plus, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. Heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Three generations, they're available 24-7. You can depend on Propane Plus. Remember, just go to their website, propaneplus.com. Type in your zip code, residential or commercial. It's Propane Plus. Always there for you. 401-885-4209 for Propane Plus. Well, folks, good afternoon. It is 1230. That is very, very dramatic. I want to see if we can pull up some sound here. But there's been an arrest. Governor McKee's going to, inauguration's going to be on Tuesday. Suspected deaths of Idaho students arrested in Pennsylvania. What an absolute nutcase. You know, when this first happened, and I was discussing it with young Kate DiPietro, works on Fox and Friends. Um, and I, I think I've said on the air that it, to me, this sounded like, and, and many will remember, the both the book in Cold Blood. And then, you know, there was the, the film uh, in Cold Blood. So, but if you if you know the story, it was some guys did. This guy was doing time, and then he was under the impression this family had a safe with a lot of money. So then, once they got out, they they went to this small little town, and 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 killed this family, thinking that they had this money in a safe. There was no money in a in a safe. So, um, <clears throat> but this is. Um, all right, I'll, I think we have some, uh, some uh, boy, the Moscow police, we need your help. Those poor, young college students. My God. Let me see, I think we have some sound here. This, I mean, this guy sounds like a true psychopath. They're out there, folks, right? They're out there. They are absolutely out there. Until we hear differently, this sounds... And again, I know I'm speculating a little bit, but it, it sure sounds as if this was someone who wanted to see as he was pursuing his PhD in criminology, he thinks he knows a lot about crimes. By the way, I'm sure he thought he he maybe pulled off the perfect crime. Could someone kill four innocent college students and get away with it. I mean, that seems to be what we're looking looking at right now. But we do have some audio on this case, and I, um, I want to play it, and then they're going to have a press briefing later this afternoon. But it sure sounds like they found who they're looking for. Um, this is so frightening is what it is. Wow, a real psycho. They're out there. Huh. That's who it is. All right, here we go. I think I have this. In the case of four college students killed at a home in Idaho, the Associated Press says a law enforcement official has identified the suspect arrested as 28-year-old Brian Koberger. He was reportedly arrested in Pennsylvania and is being held there pending extradition. Three young women and a young man were found stabbed to death in a rental house off campus early November 13th. Idaho police will be holding a news conference expected at 4 p.m. our time. We'll bring you updates on WPRI.com as they come in throughout the day. Wow. Now, again, what is so frightening about this is what was the motive? It sure sounds as if the motive was 
that this psychopath wanted to see and thought he could commit a crime of this nature and get away with it. I mean, that's what it really seems to be. Moscow, Idaho Police Department plan to hold a press conference uh, one o'clock Pacific time, two o'clock Mountain time. I think that makes it four o'clock our time. Give an update. The quadruple homicide that happened, 1122 King Road. It was the early morning hours of Sunday, November 13th. Whew. Terrible. It also sounds as though he acted alone. Authorities have processed 9,000 email tips, 4,500 phone tips, 6,000 digital media submissions with at least 300 interviews covered. All right, so they don't even have the link up. They're going to be live in three hours, four o'clock, homicide investigation press conference. Wow. That is really, really remarkable. But I want you to understand what we are dealing with here. Think about it. You know, because people thought maybe it's the the ex-boyfriend. Maybe it was the guy. And I had people saying that there was somebody that was kicked out of fraternity. This was a very, very violent, violent, violent crime. Unbelievable. And it also seemed, you know, folks. Oh, good. I'm seeing Brian Enton. Gonzalez family tell me they feel incredible relief and to think the arrest happened on the same day. Oh, there they were having the celebration of life service today. Wow. You know what's interesting about this is the amount without knowing all the details yet. But who does he you know, he looks like the one they Brian Christopher Kohlberg. He looks like. Jamie on Yellowstone. He resembles him. I'm not saying a dead match. But he does kind of, that's who he, to me, kind of, those of you that know the show. Jamie on Yellowstone, who was... um, and nothing against that actor. He just kind of resembles him a little bit. You know, folks, I wonder about these, some of these shows that the person uh, believes they can't, like Dexter, outsmart the police. And... There's just something. He was, that's right. He was Ricky in American Beauty. That That's who that actor was, Wes Bentley. So he just resembles him a little bit. So I think that's fair. Um, but anyhow, he, he that's who, if you're trying to, if you're driving right now in the car and listening to the radio and trying to, Visualize that's who the guy looks like. But I, I want you to look at what we know right now. So this is someone seemingly, he was doing a study where he wanted to interview and do a study on people that have committed crimes, they got away with it, and he was trying to find certain personality traits. He's getting a PhD in criminology. This is someone that seemingly wanted to test out in real life 
could someone commit a crime of this nature and get away with it? And the things about it that that didn't make sense, such as, you know, was it one person or two people? It, it seemed odd. How could you go into a house? There are six people sleeping and you were able to stab to death four of them. And, and again, we don't know what type of DNA they found and then seemingly disappear out of the house. Now, people are saying this is someone who had been in the house. This had been like all the different problems with the case. Without knowing more, this sounds like, like what a psychopath this individual is. Someone almost saying, I'm willing to bet I could pull off a crime that would stump law enforcement, where they would not be able to figure it out who it was that had committed the crime. And so, you know, attention to detail. Um, I, As I had said, I, I believe we're going to find out. Now, the FBI, they need to let Moscow police get the credit here because a lot of people, can you imagine living in this area? You live in an area where four people were stabbed to death in the same home. And people were saying, how come the dog didn't make a noise? How come there were two people in the house? Possible didn't know that there were two people sleeping downstairs. There could have been six people killed here. But how does someone get into a house, stab to death four people? And it was a, a horrific scene. The blood was literally leaking out of the house. But was this individual thinking... Could someone do this and get away with it? Wanted to show the different, if in the elements of planning, if you planned the perfect, in his mind, perfect crime, could someone get away with it? Right? Could someone, if you go through and who knows, if you got to rent a car, if he didn't carry his cell phone that night, um... Uh, you know, and I don't, I don't know what other elements of it, but uh, I'm anxious to hear about that white Elantra that they were looking for. And he ended up being the killer was then 12 to 15 minutes away. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday, the day before, the day before, the day before New Year's Eve. Listen, as I've been telling you, why not start off the new year with a free consultation? Our guy, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. You want to make sure your finances are in order. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, he can help you do that. Call today, set up a consultation, obviously for next year, at 401-434-1510. 401-434-1510, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Office is located at 400 Massoyed Avenue in East Providence. Listen, you're not expected to have all the answers. But when you don't feel well, you go to a doctor. If you something's wrong with your vehicle, you... You know, bring it to a mechanic. Something's wrong with an appliance called Ryan's Appliance Repair. Well, you're not expected to have all the answers with your finances. Call Tom Bryan Ameriprise Financial today, 401-434-1510. Folks, visit the website, dpetro.com. We do have Cranston PD Live, Episode 7, that is up and posted. Uh, along with, I'm going to be doing much more on this Jordan Goyette. The rest of the media is ignoring it. But uh, this guy is a talk about another psychopath. He's a high level Democrat, violent, sending messages to women, high level Democrat, part of the Seth Magaziner campaign. 
sending messages to strange women that his fantasy is to um, end their life and then commit uh, brutal sexual assault. That's his fantasy that he was trying to live out. High-level Democrat operative in Rhode Island. High-level. High-level. Hired by people. Sought after when he would give testimony at the Rhode Island State House. He also was against any type of prosecution um, against, you know, the legislation about teachers dating students. And he joked like, oh, people say this because I look like Charles Manson. And then he was saying, oh, so just because I advocate for this, that you shouldn't prosecute if a teacher's having sex with a student. He was saying, does that make me a groomer? Does that make me a pedophile? Giving testimony at the Rhode Island State House, a member of the Seth Magaziner campaign, saying, so let's just say I want to have, you know, relations with a young woman who just happens to be 12. Does that make me a great? Yes, it does, as a matter of fact. And it does make you a pedophile. Folks, it's going to be all on the website. Some of it already is at the website, dipetro.com. I am um, I am really blown away by this arrest in this case. Because anyone that's been following, boy, it, it really did seem, I was with someone that said, I don't think they're ever going to solve it. And they, they did, in fact, obviously, um, solve it. And uh, they knew who they were look for, looking for. Suspect and deaths of Idaho students arrested in Pennsylvania. Now, we don't know what he was doing there. Was he on the run or does maybe he live in that area? But absolutely terrible. There he is. Wow. Brian Kohlberg. Wait till you learn the stories about him. You watch. This is someone who's been a psycho for a very long time. I'm willing to bet they also started to go around and, you know, you do a profile. There's parts about this that had to have been meticulously done. Seemingly someone, think of this guy thinking that, and this is a mugshot, thinking that he was in, involved with like a sick game of cat and mouse with the FBI. You know, I'm smarter than you are. I can commit the perfect crime. I'm going to murder four college students with a knife and no one will catch me because I am brilliant. And I have going to have a Ph.D. in criminology. The case broke open after law enforcement asked the public help finding a white sedan seen near the homer on the time of the killing. Moscow Police Department made the request December 7th, the next day had to direct tips to a special FBI call center because so many were coming in. They were members of the Greek system, close friends, lived in a three-story, these are the college students now, rental home, two other roommates. Autopsy showed all four were likely asleep when they were attacked. Some had defensive wounds, each was stabbed multiple times. No signs of sexual assault. The stabbing deaths shook the small town of Moscow, Idaho. A farming community of about 25,000 people. That's a small town. Roughly 11,000 students tucked into the rolling hills of northern Idaho. Case also enticed online sleuths who speculated about potential suspects and motives. In the early days, police released relatively few details publicly, which they have to do. And now you know why, because this the killer was watching to see 
what direction the police were going in. Fears of repeat attack prompted nearly half of the University of Idaho students to switch to online classes. Whew. Safety concerns also at the university hiring additional security firm to escort students across campus. Monroe County is located in eastern Pennsylvania in the Pocono Mountains. It's 100 miles north of Philadelphia. So, again, we'll, we'll learn a lot more about this individual. How did he end up there? Did he plan to hide out there? Was this all part of an elaborate plan? Was he sending messages to the FBI? Was he sending messages to the authorities? This is a, um, it's gruesome, but it's a very, very interesting case. Um, I'm just looking at some other headlines. Putin is alone, doesn't know what to do. Another mystery death in Russia. How about all these guys are being falling out of windows? If he, in any sense, feels that someone is turning on him, boom, they're gone. Another mystery death. Global stocks lose $18 trillion. Worse since 08. Oh, boy. Facebook down 65%. Amazon down 50%. Google down 40%. Apple's down 28%. $700 billion vanishes from Tesla. Hopefully, that'll drop the price of them. I wouldn't mind buying one. Uh, housing market hangover. Hmm. Off the couch, Netflix experiments with fitness shows. That's interesting. You have all these people. Do you really need to just have them sitting there? (laughs) Twitter employees using own toilet paper. Offices stink after must-cut janitors. Southwest is slowly getting back to normal. Oh, boy. Um, Aerosmith, Steven Tyler accused of sexual assault from the 70s. Hmm. Billionaire Home Depot founder blames socialism for destroying capitalism. Nobody works and nobody cares or nobody gives a damn. Uh, how about oh, Bob Kraft buys Palm Beach? What is this? Palm Beach penthouse for $24 million. Well, that's actually kind of a drop in the bucket to him, isn't it? Well, he had been living at the Breakers, as we know. No longer. $23 million. Palm Beach, good for him. $23 million, a penthouse in Palm Beach. Priciest condominium ever sold. Hmm. Well, maybe it'll make him feel better after this season. I want to just uh, see this. Nobody works. Nobody gives a damn. Billionaire Home Depot co-founder blames socialism for destroying capitalism. Slams Biden woke people. Harvard grads putting obstacles in the way of success. You know, folks, this is what's going on in Rhode Island. All these people at the, you know, all the, quote, homeless advocates and all these other people, the, the Uprise crowd, all of the people of the Rhode Island Statehouse people, they're socialists. That, that's, it's a major, it is a major problem. Bernie Marcus, 91-year-old co-founder Home Depot, calls Biden the worst president in the history of country. 
We used to have free speech here. We don't have it. The woke people have taken over the world. He also listed human resource executives, government bureaucrats, socialists, Harvard grads, MBAs, Harvard MBAs, lawyers and accountants. He also says it's going to be very interesting in 24 because I think that DeSantis will challenge him and may the better man win because he was a big Trump supporter. I agree with that, by the way. Let them go at it. And then whoever emerges is going to be the better candidate. He sums up how I feel. All these people, I get email from some of you, DeSantis shouldn't run. No one should run against Trump. Wrong. No. He'll let him fight it out. Hmm. You know, he's right about that. And, and my a fear I have, let me also just see this. I've got all the houses I need. I live very well. My kids are taken care of. Everything I live for now is finding the right thing to put my money into. Give me a rate of return in emotion and doing good things for the world. So he, um, I mean, I mean, look at that. His Georgia Estate Home Depot co-founder, Bernie Marcus. I mean, it, lo- it looks like it's the size of the White House. It's absolutely enormous. But talk about a brilliant guy. He, um, folks, so many of the McKee policies that I worry about, it, 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 it's, it's rooted in socialism. You know, and you don't something that I worry about. And again, good afternoon, everybody at 1251. You're listening to the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. It's a good example of of the danger that we're into in, in socialism is the situation that was playing out on the steps, the front of the Rhode Island State House when the local media was allowing Uncle Atheist, Steve Elquist of Uprise. He was like leading the charge for the media. And their narrative became with Governor McKee. Well, what are you going to do for these people? And where are they going to go? And you have to find them housing. And you have to find them a ride to get there. What are they going to do for, to eat? You need to feed them. You need to house them. You, what, like, what is this? As I've been saying, why? Why does it fall to Governor McKee? Well, now what are they going to do? They have nowhere to go. Where they, and you had other members of the media jumping in. Well, where are these people supposed to go? Gee, I don't know. Where are all of us supposed to go? And you have people in the local media praising. Uprise, that's, he's a socialist. And, and I can't believe some of the comments. Oh, you know, you, you got to help these. What, what do you mean we got to help these people? Hey, they got to help themselves. Who's helping you? We have to help these people. Yeah, I have nowhere to go. I think I'll just sleep out here. No, those are those are homeless advocates. They're they're activists, is what they are. Well, if you're going to kick them out of there, you have to. Who's going to give them a ride over there? Well, they can stay at the shelter. Well, who's going to get them there? Who's going to feed them? Who's going to change their clothes? Where are they going to shower? What is this? Wrong, wrong, totally against it. McKee, you have 48 hours to remove yourself from the state house. And then they stayed. How about you have like 48 minutes to get the hell out of here? Listen, you can't just lay here. All right? Well, we're just going to camp here. No, that's private property. Why don't you get a blanking job and then you could buy your own property? Oh, you can't say that anymore. I just did. 
Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Hey, listen, you want to stay nice and warm, call Matthews Oil Company today, 401-942-7500. 401-942-7500, Matthews Oil Company, premier dealer in Rhode Island, highest quality heating fuels, four generations. Keep your home comfortable and safe. It's Matthews Oil Company, 401 942 7500. They'll keep you comfortable and safe and warm in your home. The cleanest grades of heating oil. They also have various payment plans for those on a budget. Celebrating over 90 years of service, it's Matthews Oil Company. Call them today, 24 Emergency Service, 401 942 7500. You know, last night, when I was riding with Cranston PD live, uh, and you can see the video either on, if those on Facebook can see it, or we did post it also on petro.com and then it's linked to our YouTube page. But when, as soon as we got rolling, there was a car in front of us on the road that was all over the road. She was swerving all over the road. So, you know, this time of year, any time of year, really, but it certainly seemed like someone who could be under the influence. So not only were they all over the road, the the car even then went up over the curb. So by the time we pulled this individual over, it was a a woman. I don't know exactly how old, but older, not a kid. And she claimed that she had dropped something on the floor of her car and she was trying to retrieve it. So, okay, I mean, I... To me, folks, I mean, if you drop something on the floor, like, what are you playing with in your car? Like, can it wait or pull over? The woman literally, and she was on a two-way, you know, she could have crossed over and could have been a head-on. But anyhow, so she was so much over the road, she banged into the curb, and she ended up flattening, if you saw it, you can see it, the front, the the, uh, wheel, the tire on the driver's side in the front. So the officer, the sergeant that I'm with said, well, you know, you need to pull over to the side of the road and then you, you got a you flat tire here. You know, you, when you went over the curb, you popped the tire. So I, I don't think she had, I, I'm not positive now, but I, I don't think she had a cell phone. You know, there were people on the Facebook page saying that, well, you guys should have changed your tire for her. Well, all right, number one, I mean, you know, we're, we're like out and about, number one. Number two. I don't know. Number one, you got to have a cell phone. Well, I, I don't know. That's not number one. A couple of things. Are there still people riding around without a cell phone? Do people realize a cell phone is a safety item? Cell phones, even the, the, the least expensive plan, it, it, it shouldn't be regarded as um, an option or it shouldn't be regarded almost as a luxury. A cell phone, if anything, for your own safety, it's absolutely a necessity. So I don't know how. All right, so you don't have a cell phone. Now, you want to go into one of the stores around there. Well, we don't have pay phones anymore. Now, again, I don't know the individual. Didn't really, you know, didn't commit a crime. As I was covering it, they weren't arrested. But we should then have to change the tire of that individual. I mean, number one, you should be traveling with a cell phone. And number two, you, you then contact AAA or many people have road service through their vehicle. But do you notice the mentality of some people that they, they, they are out there? They think that everything should be taken care of. But part of that comes from people like Biden and Cicilline and Governor McKee. 
that tells people everything will be taken care of. We're going to do everything for you. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Friday. Now, again, we're live until two o'clock. Coming up in the one o'clock news, we will have the latest. For those that are just tuning in, there has been an arrest. This is remarkable. In the Idaho college student murders, four college students knifed to death with no seemingly not a robbery, no sexual assault, no motive. And they have arrested someone who is studying for their Ph.D. in criminology at Washington State University, not far from where the house is and the campus in Idaho. They located him in Pennsylvania. They get more details coming up later. But what a real psychopath. But, folks, I want to remind you again, if you have an emergency, remember, go to AtMed Urgent Care, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. Or 5750 Post Road East Greenwich at Med Urgent Care. Don't just sit there in the emergency room. You can be treated at at Med Urgent Care. And especially over this holiday weekend, if something happens, they have doctors, they have nurses, they're open seven days a week. You just don't have the weight of the emergency room. At Med Urgent Care. If you're in a car accident or you need vaccinations, at Med Urgent Care. And you can always mention one. All right, here's what we're going to do. It's 1259. Next hour is radio only. I will be doing Facebook Live later because tomorrow is Mike Degnan's birthday and we're going to do a one after dark dedicated to him. So that's later on. What we're going to do, we're going to break for the one o'clock news. Uh, We're going to come back at 106, JR. Much more ahead on this Friday. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Back on the other side after the one o'clock news. WNRI Winsocket, W260DC. WNRI.